Welcome to the Moms of Triathlon podcast. I'm Jen Gottschalk, a former college swimmer turned triathlete. I'm an in-house commercial attorney and mama to Maddox, my 23-month-old son. And I'm Amy Henderson, pro triathlete and competitive cyclist and mother of two, to Oliver, who is four, and Margo, who is two. And this week on the podcast, because Jen and I have so much going on, we're going to share some of our big life updates, and that'll be our whole topic, (laughs) and then we'll go into our Go Mamas. So let's get into what's been going on with us this week. Jen, hello. Oh my, okay, what is, what's new? Are you ever going to get your stuff? (laughs) I know. Okay, so I think. On the last time I talked, I, we had just gotten news like the morning we recorded of like our warranty getting approved for the oh, yeah, that's right. transmission on the truck, right? So we were like, oh my gosh, is our luck turning around? Like finally, will we just get good news from here on out or what? And it's felt that way because then that afternoon we got an offer on our Florida house that we accepted. Oh, wow. oh my gosh. Yeah. Thank wow. you. So we're like under contract for that, you know, pending oh, inspection, but right. it's a all cash offer. So no other contingencies. And, oh, yeah. you know, we're not worried about the inspection. So it should all be smooth sailing, ideally. Hey. Um, but when we got the warranty news, we knew like then the other piece of the puzzle we needed to know was like, okay, but then how long will it take to get a transmission? And um, what will that look like? And then, like, then we'll really know when can we get our stuff. Well, Monday, they called Devin and they were like, yeah, uh, we can get a transmission sometime in Q1 of 2024. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, my God. I've been holding back (laughs) knowing it was coming, like, on the edge of my seat just, like, because you texted me and, like, I just can't believe it. I I cannot. I'm like, can you talk to them and be like, this yeah. broke down in the yeah. middle of a cross country move? Like, right. Like, someone uh, help us out, throw us a bone. Yeah. yeah. So, the problem is just that like, there's an auto workers union strike, right? Oh my there's, gosh, there's so many strikes right now. Yeah. And then with Devin's type of truck, yeah. like, his is a 2021, I believe, right? And so he had a transmission mm-hmm. issue, got approved under warranty, whatever. But the 2022 and 2023, of the same like types of trucks with the same transmission are under recall. So not only is like they're the auto worker strike, but there's like hundreds and hundreds of people getting these same transmissions like replaced under recall. So that's why there's such like a backlog and everything. Yeah. So they're like super back ordered. So we're like, well, obviously that's not going to work. And Devin, as silly as it is, I think I've said it before, but he loves his truck. So he was like so sad. Like he came home that day for lunch, which he doesn't do often. It was like, I felt I got like this sense from him that he just like needed to be away from the office and like come eat lunch here all frustrated, you know? Um, And then went into like a 24 hour period of just him looking up not Ram trucks, (laughs) like mostly Fords, like all over the country. Because here's the other thing is, like, he needs a huge truck because it's got to be big enough to tow our trailer, which of the trailer is literally ginormous. And then on top of that, we have, you know, our other trailer here that has, like, a skid steer on it and, like, that he plans on using, like, long term for equipment for helping with Mm -hmm. the build of our house and, like, all of that. So, like, he has to have a substantial truck. He can't just be like, oh, let me just go grab an F-150 and bring the trailer home. Like, that won't work, Mm -hmm. you know? So, the 
huge trucks, a lot of them aren't, there's not like tons of them sitting on lots because mm-hmm. most of them are used for commercial purposes, not personal vehicle use a lot oh, of the time. Yeah. And then like half the dealers he was calling when he would see one on their webpage, they'd be like, oh, that's actually a custom build for a specific customer. And he's like, why what? is it on your, why is it on your webpage with like the price listed and everything? Like that doesn't make sense. So it took him like a while. Times? Yes. So it took so him weird. like the whole day. Um, and maybe even like into the next day. And he found a dealer that was like two and a half hours from Amarillo that okay. had a truck for us. Um, and he got them to give him a price he was okay with on the trade-in for his truck. But he's like, we got to get the truck towed there because it's oh two and a half gosh. hours away. Right. But luckily, like from there out, like other than it not being what we planned and obviously costing us more money to do it this way overall, um, it did go relatively smooth like the dealership his truck's been sitting at waived all diagnostics because of everything that's like been going on Oh, that's nice and they were gonna like i think split a tow with us or something to the dealership where he's trading in but that dealership ended up like just taking care of the tow oh, they nice. picked devin up from the airport um oh. when he arrived yesterday they had already moved all his tools and everything over from his truck to the new trucks so, like they really took care of him which is Good. But so that was so hectic and so stressful and so annoying. But the good news is, is like literally as of this morning, he's driving from Texas to Reno and (laughs) should in theory arrive by Saturday night and we should have all of our belongings finally. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it's just been like such a saga. Yeah. I'm like holding my breath till Saturday night. Oh my God. Right? I know. It's been so crazy. And then, like, uh, I think he posted on social media, like, thanking the dealership and like posted about his new truck or whatever. And like, one of my best friends who haven't even like been able to update on everything because she's (laughs) like abroad right now. Uh She like, I had a text from her when I woke up this morning. I was like, Devin got a new truck? And because, like, I realized the last update she'd had was, like, last Friday that the warranty had been approved. And she's like, what is happening? (laughs) But, yeah, it's been just literally so crazy. But I can't wait to, like, have all my things here and, like, really, really move into this house finally. Seriously. Um. It's going to feel so good. You're going to appreciate it so much. You're going to just everything you hold, you're going to like, it's going to spark joy. (laughs) I know. I'm like, even like something like I keep, I keep coming this close to going out and buying a new can opener. And then I was like, I was like, okay, I just have to wait a couple more days at this point. I won't buy a new one. But I feel like even when I get my can opener out and be like, yes, my can opener. (laughs) Oh my gosh. It's like every little thing. But I know I was talking to someone else too, and they were like, you're probably going to purge even more, even though you purged on like the other side of the move oh, because you've been you know living do with, with so like little that you're probably going to be a bunch of things where you're like, we don't need this. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it could go either way. We're going to need an update. Yeah, yeah. That's one of the big questions I've had as I've been packing stuff up for our upcoming move. And yeah. I've been wondering... Like, yeah, how much did you purge before moving? And particularly when it comes to toys, kids' mm, toys. Yeah, yeah. It's so tricky. Yeah, we struggled with that, especially with wanting to grow our family still, right? Because right. it's, like, maybe tempting to get rid of stuff Max hasn't been using. But then I'm like, well, some of so this true. are, like, 
good baby toys. And if we're going to have another baby, like, do we want to be buying all of this again? You know, um, we kind of like Devin let me and my mom really did the most of the, like the bins packing while we were still there. And then it was, kind of, he like warned me multiple times of like, Anything you don't pack, like I get full discretion of once you're gone, you know? And so, so yeah. And so like, which most like little things and most toys we really did pack. I think I donated like a small bin or something to his daycare that we'd been at there. Um, And then with all big toys, he was like, I'm going to do my darndest to get, you know, especially because big things are probably the more expensive things too. to get everything into the trailer. But I think he definitely gave a few things to, um, like one of our neighbors around the corner who of course we just started getting close with, like literally as we're leaving and they have a a son who's like about a year younger than Maddox. Um, they definitely got some stuff. I, I know he like told me there were a few things where he's like, this didn't make it into the trailer. And I'd be like, no, but I'm like, well, it's just things like, you know, we can replace or, Whatever. What are some examples? So one that I, I'm pretty sure this is right, that he gave it to the neighbor that I'm a little bit bummed about, but it's like one of those things where I'm like holding on to it because of other people. So my parents' first birthday gift for Maddox was one of those like mini playground sets in our yard, you know, like oh. the, was it uh skip play maybe is the brand or whatever. Do you know which ones I'm talking skip about? Or skip, uh, no. Is it skip play? Okay. So maybe. It's like a little playground. Like, is there yeah, a slide the, in the little playground. Yeah. The yeah. ladder slide. Have a yard. So yeah. I've never had to look into them, but now we will. So now yeah. we figure out. Yeah. And it like looks like a little Jeep. Like you can go under the platform oh, for the slide cool. and there's like a steering wheel that they can crawl, oh, you know, sweet. in that space. Yeah. Whatever. I'm pretty sure that's one of the things that he didn't fit in and because yeah. which makes sense I it mean, does yeah, it totally makes sense and because Devin said with the material of those things it's really not worth like unscrewing them and attempting to put them back together because he said they won't it won't be stable if he like puts it back together so totally I mean yeah. I had the same one thing I got rid of I'm like looking left looking right I'm like can I should I say <laughs> this on the podcast because we just got it yeah <laughs> oh no gift. yeah you know, we enjoyed it for a long time, but like, you know, Hot Wheels tracks, it's mm-hmm. so big. Yeah. And I was starting to take it apart and pack it up. And Nick was like, can we just get rid of it? Like, you know, we enjoyed it, but like, it's not really practical for our house and the space. And like, we have one Hot Wheels track that's a Mario one and we take it apart and put it together and it works pretty well. But this one is like designed differently. Mm-hmm. And like, it was even the person who picked it up. Um, Cause I did, I gave it away on buy nothing. So I know yeah. it went to another kid in the neighborhood yeah. and he was playing with it that day and he was already excited, you know? Yeah. Um, but, Oh, it's so hard getting rid of stuff, especially when you know who gave it to you. And like, I knew my parents gave it to me. I know how much it costs. And I'm like, it's not the cheapest thing in the world, you know, but I, and I was like, are they going to be bummed when like Devin gets here and we unload the trailer and they're like, oh, where's his playground? But (laughs) I think like they know how it goes, obviously. Um, And we'll like probably get a new one, especially because here we do, uh, even at the rental, we have a really big yard, but a lot of it's dirt. There's almost no grass. So, oh, yeah. We are like trying to think creatively of like what kind of stuff we want. Yeah. So, a lot of it, that's what we're doing, like his whole um, birthday, like construction themed. And I'm like, because we're not having a big party, I've even carrying that into like the present. I was just like, I want everything construction themed. Like, even the couple little outfits I bought are construction y. 
outfits, you know? And like, I was like, we're just going all out on that. So I think we're going to try to get him like a whole little yard set up of, you know, even though he owns like a couple like dump trucks or loaders or whatever, we're going to get like a set that's specifically like, this is your backyard set, like play with the dirt, do what you want. But yeah, so that's hard because it's like, that wouldn't have taken up a ridiculous amount of room. And I think by the same brand, like we had that we'd actually gotten as a hand-me-down, um, like a tool, like a like a workbench and tool right. thing yeah. that makes it look like Maddox's shop. I think he fit that in because okay. it's like long and narrow and just like right. ha- lives against a wall. So I think he was able to bring that. And he's like, see that? I didn't have to take apart. And it like, you know, the way it fits in space makes more sense yeah. versus like this huge playground. Yeah. So, totally. Yeah. It's, it's hard to make those choices, though. I think, too, his little um, balance bike went to the neighbor. Not, like, his Strider, but his, like, okay. initial Another. little plasticky yeah. one that we had, mm-hmm. right? Um, so, which, like, that was something where I was like, well, we have another kid. We'll definitely want one of those again, like the pre-Strider ones. But, oh, well, like, I guess we'll buy another one, you know? <laughs> yeah, totally. So, Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's it's so hard. And like, I do. It's funny because it takes more time to give it away to someone who well, sometimes I mean, it sounds like Mm -hmm. yours is pretty, you know, if you have like one, you know, a person nearby and the the daycare, those are really good ones. But it does take a little more time to like thoughtfully give stuff away. I have made boxes for my nephew who's nine months and for you know another baby girl who's a similar age but then also taking some stuff to the resale kid shops so because it will be not ready for those kids for a few years but my kids don't use it um and then also you know another friend like getting some baby stuff and then you know so like ends up like a lot and then even with like you know I'm taking a lot of stuff to Goodwill just because there's so much stuff to get rid of and yeah you know but then, but certain things where I'm like, okay, this one item is like pretty nice, but we don't want it, but it's not, I'm either selling it on Facebook Marketplace or yeah. using buy nothing and giving it away. Yeah. So it's been like a whole thing managing all of that, but it mm. is more satisfying and it, it makes it easier to give stuff away if you know it's going to like a good Yeah, place. definitely. Definitely. And I did some of that, but with like family being across the country, I couldn't like pack that much stuff up for my niece and nephew, but I did pack a bin of like, okay, Jack might want this. Like we'll pack it and can give it to Chris yeah. and Brett when we get there. Yeah. You know, nice. didn't know it would be like October <laughs> before we'd be doing yeah. that, but yeah. And then, uh, same with like how I told you that I let people like pantry shop when they came over. Oh, it was yes, like, that's really if cool. anyone with young kids came over, like Coral and Sawyer and some of my girlfriends that have kids a little younger than Maddox, there were things that they went home with that same day, you know, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. you should just like Kai, I can't remember which toy it was. He was like really, Coral's baby was really playing with some toy one of the last times they were at our house. And I was like, just take it home with you. Like, we don't yeah. need that one, you know? Yeah, and she was like, so are you sure? And I was like, yes, <laughs> just go, go with it. So yeah, but yeah, yeah awesome. it's hard. And yeah. you have like all these nostalgic memories associated with everything your kid has ever touched, even if it's like unreasonable to. 
then you're like, oh, but I can't because, you know, they loved that thing so much. and I have memories, but it's I fine. know. I have a whole <laughs> box of, like, special clothes that I don't give away because I'm like, yes. oh, this is their coming home outfit and, like, this yeah. one. And then I have a bunch of stuff that's, like, oh, this is from, like, my brother. And when they have a baby, I'm going to give it back to them because mm-hmm. it's, you know, special. Um but I, I did get rid of a bunch of it where I was like, yes, she loved this outfit, but like, it's not, if it doesn't fit in that one box right now, then like, we're done I had to make it. it all fit. So that yeah. helped you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's such a good point just in general about giving clothes away. Because my sister got some clothes from someone one time and they were like, oh, whenever Baylor wears this outfit, can you be really careful with it? And then Courtney was like, well, just don't give me that outfit then. Like, yeah, you know, because you totally. can't predict like if a no. blowout's going to happen or if they're going to spit up or some sort of stain. Like, you know, I gave most of Maddox's clothes to Courtney and Chris to use with their little ones. But there was like a couple outfits here and there where I was like, I really if like if we were to have another boy instead of a girl next, like I would really want my boy to get to wear this again. So mm-hmm. like I won't give it away because there's I my view totally. is if you're giving it there's no guarantees you're getting oh, yeah. it back so oh, yeah, for sure. yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. funny but okay so what else has been going on this week yeah I mean the one thing that we've definitely been texting about I've been texting you and Allie mm-hmm. about um has been like some sleep issues you know and it's just like we don't have to get super super into it you know but um I am just really struggling with Maddox's sleep. Like we'll have, you know, one or two good nights, which I'm so grateful for, you know, where, and like for us, a good night is still me being in his room for probably like 45 minutes to an hour. Cause it's like, you know, we do books and then we turn off the light and turn on the sound machine. And he, I feel like stays awake for a little while before he goes to sleep. Like no matter what, no matter what timing, no matter how much we've worn him out that day, no matter anything. So even my good nights or short nights is like me being in there for at least 45 minutes to an hour. Um, But like, I just, I had this night last night, as you know, and Devin's out of town right now. And Maddox is like, just not going to bed, like just not going to bed. And, you know, I got some great tips from you and Allie just on whether it be anything from mindset to like, oh, maybe here's (laughs) something you could try going forward, you know? And I think a lot of it will hopefully change for us or our options to try certain things will open up as we have our stuff. We get Maddox's room, maybe feeling a little more familiar to him. We have monitors and cameras in there again. So <laughs> that if I want to step away, at least I feel like I can see what he's doing, you know. Um, but it really is just something I struggle with. And I'll even just put a plug out there of like if any of our listeners either want to just like DM me for solidarity have tips. Like I am not someone who's like, I'll try to everything. Like I can't take your advice. Like I'll (laughs) always keep reading or keep asking other people, like, what did you do? What did you do? So, you know, DM us at, you know, moms of triathlon, feel free to like DM me directly at, you know, Jen G 12, J E N G E E one, two, but I will like literally (laughs) take any advice, any solidarity. I am someone that's why I was texting you and Ellie last night. I get, I just feel isolated in those moments. And I am someone who like, if I can kind of like sneak texts on my phone while he's laying <laughs> there, like it does make me feel less alone for some reason. So I always will like, be like, let me talk to other moms. Let me just tell someone what I'm going through right now. <laughs> but 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I hope that like, oh, it's so hard. And, you know, Allie pointed out, I mean, that there's sort of like a two-year-old sleep regression Mm -hmm. and then you moved houses and then you don't, you know, like Devin's not there. And like, it's just a mashup of like all the stuff at once, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And I just keep like feeling so hopeful, trying to put the like good energy out there for you that like (laughs) this resolves itself quickly and like as you get things set up and as you know the routine you know continues to build and get ingrained that like yeah it can be better because yeah it's so hard yeah it is and it's hard for me to struggle in those moments so much when like otherwise like I just have so much fun with Maddox like I love him so much obviously he's such a fun kid he's a happy kid he's a sweet kid like all of those things so then I think it almost makes those moments harder because it's like hard to be like this sucks so bad when like everything else about being your mom and who you are is like so amazing (laughs) you know um but I know I know he's yeah and I've heard about the two-year-old sleep regression I've even told a few friends like you know (laughs) that's a thing and like I was reading how part of the two-year-old sleep regression is that they are like more aware in a different way of being alone, like compared to other yeah, times. Yeah, that's true. And so like it's it's not only just like maybe a sleep regression for a few different reasons or developmental things, but it's like the actual awareness of like you're leaving me and I'm alone now yes. is like more present for them at that age too. So that, re- that reminds me one thing like I, you know, I mean, I've yeah listened to a lot of podcasts on this and taken an online course that was recommended on a podcast and just different stuff. And one thing, you know, I have heard is that the the reason there's there can be issues with bedtime at this age is like you're saying, it's the separation from the parent mm-hmm. more than like the the bedtime yeah. situation, whatever. And they talked about having like a button or something where you can record a message. So then it's like, okay, here's a little message where you say, like, I love you so much and I'm, you know, mommy's always with you or whatever, like there were some recommendations and you, you can like buy it on Amazon and then they can, you can be like, okay, here it is. And they like have it with them. And like oh. the people have heard their kids just like playing it on repeat. Oh. <laughs> um, so I don't know if that like resonates or would work at all. We didn't end up trying that one. Actually, I think I tried to because we have a Tony box, which is a little toy that like, um, there's little like magnetic figurines that go on top. Um, and then the box like recognizes which thing it is somehow through magic. And then, and then it plays like <laughs> stories that are associated with it. So you might have like a Lion King mm. one and then it does like Lion King musics and stories. And then you can also make custom ones. And so oh. you can record your own messages. And when you put them on, it plays it. So we've tried to do like at one point, Ollie every night needed Nick to tell the Mario Brothers movie (laughs) story to him. So then Nick recorded himself telling it and we put it on a Tony. But like, it's never really worked that the kids have used those because, you know, it's not the same as having your parent lying next to you and cuddling. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it's so funny because it's like, there haven't been many times where I'm away, but like uh, in August when I was gone for one night at you know, my office in um, Silicon Valley, mm-hmm. Devin was like here and Maddox went to bed and he definitely was like, he wanted me to snuggle him for a little bit, but he even let Devin like kneel from the floor with like one arm around him. And like, if I even try to do that, like if I try to sit on the edge of the bed or sit on the floor and like 
But even if I'm like full on laying across him practically still, he starts crying. And mama, lay down, lie down, lie down. Like it's different when it's me, no matter what. And I'm just like, oh my gosh. So I do think we're going to try a few different tactics once our stuff's here and his room is more fully set up. But I do think I'm going to have to stick to what I've been saying for a little bit, which is that if it doesn't start changing in a few weeks, I might have to like leave the house in the evening and like have him see like mom's leaving, mom's not here. And then Devin might have to deal with it. And the other thing about that is I am a morning person and Devin is a night owl. So I feel like it only makes sense for bedtime to be his thing. Like it, cause I get up with him every morning yeah. and regardless, but I'm also doing bedtime. Um, and Devin does like bath time. That's like his evening time with Max. And obviously we're both hanging out with him, like leading into all that. But because he's been so adamant that it has to be me, it's like, it's always been me at bedtime. And so I'm like, maybe we're just going to have to like suffer through the switch for a little bit and tell, like, get him thinking like mom's not available to you for bedtime. And then, you know, I don't mind being that person that whether it's 6 a.m. or 7 a.m. or 6 or anything in between, like, (laughs) is the one who gets up, you know, in the morning. So, yeah. yeah. And I think, yeah, with us too, it's been like, that is part of why things are difficult for me with bedtime versus Nick is like, I've always been the one who's been like, let's just sleep train. And Nick has been like, it's fine. I don't mind holding them. It's so sweet. And so (laughs) the thing with sleep is that it is such that routine and like you get used to how you fall asleep and like, Mm -hmm. it's hard to change. And so since Maddox is used to you, like it's, you know, yeah, when you're not an option, like it makes it easier. But when you are, it's like probably hard for him where he's like, the only way it's like for me when I'm like, the only way I can sleep right now is if I'm on my stomach, like in this one position, but then, you know, go and break your collarbone or get pregnant. And it's like, okay, I guess I can fall asleep on my back. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Yeah. (laughs) And so like with our kids, they really did form an association of like, daddy is the person who I fall asleep with. And so they will take so much longer with me, which mm-hmm. drives me crazy, just like you, where I'm just sitting there and I'm like, you're not even trying to sleep. Like you yeah. don't even like, you just don't get sleep energy from me. And it's so frustrating. And the other thing with Margo is she would like, I would, you know, nurse her before go- her going to bed. And then she would just go back and forth, back and forth. So I couldn't even just like rock her and let her and have her mm. relax. Like she just kept wanting to nurse. I'm like, this is driving me mad. Like, yeah. And so that's when we really fully switched to Nick doing Margot and he still does Ollie. So, yeah. But well, see, that's the <sighs> thing I'm curious to try is because like, I don't want to go backwards to the crib. Obviously, like we have him in a twin because our landlord had a twin and our crib was, you know, in the trailer in Texas. <laughs> so I'm not going to go backwards, but I am curious to see if I get my chair, like if it just brings us some yeah. sanity for a little while, I might still see about like rocking him because even when we were like at my sister's place before moving into the rental, I would rock him and put him down drowsy. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes he'd like full on fall asleep, but like he'd wake up as I carried him to Mm -hmm, lay him down, mm -hmm. but then he would stay down because I think he got that feeling of like, I fell asleep on mom. Like I'm good. It's fine. I can go to Mm -hmm. bed now. So I might, like, go back to relying on that a little. I just – I don't know for sure. But 
I know that once we have his room set up, I'll feel more like in our space in a way. And we can try some new tactics and then go forward from there and like see what, you know, we have to do. And then if we have to make major changes like Devin doing it and me leaving the house, you know, for, I don't know, an evening walk or like his daycare provider was like, you could drive to one of the parks down the street with your book and just like sit in your car and read or something, whatever we have to try to do. Some of the grocery stores are around here 24 seven. I was like, I could do nighttime grocery runs like totally or something, you know, so we'll figure it out. But it has just been a struggle. And I know it's probably one a lot of parents can relate to. And those that can't are very fortunate. (laughs) But I know we all have our things, obviously. So yeah, that's just been something that's, you know, been on my mind a lot and that I've been dealing with. But I'm such an optimist that's like the second we have one night or even two nights in a row that are good, I'm like, we're good. We've got this. And so then when it happens the other way again, I'm like, no. (laughs) (laughs) But okay. So speaking of two year sleep regression. Yeah. Maddox's birthday is so close. I know. So it's like, yeah, week from this weekend, um, wow. week from Sunday coming up. Um, I am so excited, but because we're here and we don't know anyone in Reno yet. Um, and then like other people just had a lot of things already going on. Like my brother who's, you know, close by and his wife, they have a wedding to go to and like different people have other plans. So I was like, okay, what are we going to do? So we're just going to Mammoth with my parents to, like, the family cabin, my grandma's cabin. Um, And I kind of was, like, having a little bit of guilt initially because I'm like, oh, I'm not, like, doing a real birthday party. And, like, because, I don't know, my other aunt and uncle that aren't that far away would maybe be available if I did it somewhere else, you know. Um, Mm. But then I just keep telling myself, like, he's two and he's not going to care how many people are there. or anything like that. So I am going to try to do like a cute setup in Mammoth. Like when he goes to bed, like get everything set up or something. Or during one of the nap times, we're trying to decide um, if we would do it like he wakes up from a nap or wakes up in the morning. So I'm still going to do like, you know, a little mini display with like a few balloons and like all that. And we're going to go full on construction themed, which like he loves. And so I think like, that'll be it for him as far as, like, he'll probably come out and be like, oh, my gosh, this is awesome. Look <laughs> at all this construction stuff. But I don't know. I was curious to know, like, how, you know, you would feel if you weren't doing, like, a full-on birthday party for one of your kids or, like, have you had a birthday like that for one of them? And, like, well, what did you think? I was, I was thinking that because as you were saying, and I was like, oh, yeah, I mean, Ollie's first birthday, like, full on, full pandemic, you know, Mm -hmm. August of 2020. And it was us at the house. And, you know, I made like a smash cake and like cakes and stuff. And, um, you know, I don't even think that like Nick's parents, they might not have even been in town or, you know, we were just like, so locked down. I don't think, I don't know, maybe... Yeah, I'm trying I'm t- all the birthdays yeah. are blowing together. No, I think <laughs> yeah. the first party that we had because it was still sort of a pandemic type party like, you know, we were mm-hmm. outside and stuff. But that was when he turned 2 and like Margo had just been born. So, yeah, definitely his first birthday was like that. And I really think that like 
you know, even with all the holidays during the pandemic, like that for me is when I realized that like the important thing is our core family mm-hmm. of yeah. like me, Nick, Margot, Ollie. And like if I'm with them for Christmas, if I'm with them for the birthdays or whatever, like it can be as festive as we make it. Like I love still like decorating and getting that yeah. feeling and like, but all of that is enough, you know, like that. Yeah. So to me, like, I think it's totally fine. I wouldn't, you know, feel bad. And like, there's going to be so many more birthdays. He's definitely not going to, not going to like notice or yeah. like, have any, he's not going to be like, but last year, yeah. there were all these people, you know? Yeah. I think I also like messaged you saying that really at this age, like the parties are for us. Totally. <laughs> you know? Totally. Yeah. And like, you know, I did really enjoy this year was the first year we really invited like other parents with kids to the kid's birthday and not just like, you know, more of the core family because of, again, pandemic and stuff like that. And I was really excited to be able to do that. But like, how much are the kids even playing together? You know, even though Ollie's turning four, like it's still like, we're still sort of developing that. Um, Yeah. You're just going to appreciate it. Again, You're even with your stuff, you're going to appreciate it even more next year. Yeah. And you still get to enjoy decorating. So I think it's great. Yeah. And then, well, then the funny thing is, like, on the flip side of that, as I'm like, okay, so, like, we're not doing a big party, but I want to make it, like, cute and special even for just, like, just Maddox and just, you know, me and Devin and my parents that are there. Then I'm having trouble, like, stopping myself from doing oh. too much because oh, – yeah. Especially because I'm like, well, I'm not going to be buying food for like 30 people or 40 people. So like really I'm saving money. But then I like I keep looking up like construction decorations and like all these things. And then I'm like, Jed, you've done it. Like we've got enough. It's going to be cute. But I am still trying to like go all out even for the small group. Like I'm going to bake a cake and make it like into a whole construction scene, you know, with like crumbled Oreos for dirt and like different things like that. I try to decide if I'm going to go like crazy crazy where I do one of the ones where you dig into the side of the cake or if I'm just gonna do it on top like I have to think about that a little more because like once you commit to doing that you gotta like (laughs) you're gonna have to do it you know Um, and then the other thing is like we're gonna be in mammoth so it's even higher altitude than here so I've been looking up like I can't stop looking for like the best like high altitude cake recipes because there's things you have to do a little different like proportion wise and ingredient wise from like your standard cake recipe or whatever um so then it's like on the flip side of like okay coming to terms with not doing a big party we you know whatever that's totally fine and then it's like okay but stop buying things (laughs) stop (laughs) buying decorations like all that so it's kind of funny how yeah you know how that goes but yeah this is Actually, another question that I had in terms of stuff that, you know, giving away is, like, in terms of party decorations, like, I don't know how Mm -hmm. much different decorations that you have, but I can tell that we both like decorating for a good party, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Um, How, what's your stance on, like, saving things versus, like, I don't know, how do you, what do you do? Yeah, so it's, it's hard. I... Like to, I, my default is to start saving it. And then Devin's always like, what is this bin of random party decorations? Throw it away. Like, what are we doing with this stuff? You know? So I probably have like kind of found a balance over the years. Like I used to like, for example, if I hosted a bachelorette party, then like the generic, like gold sign that says like Mr. Mrs. or whatever, we'd always save it. 
And then Devin would always be like, why do we have a bin of all this stuff? And so my kind of in-between stance, I guess, is like, if I already know of another one that's literally like on mm-hmm. the calendar, mm-hmm. basically, okay, I'll keep it. Or like someone else I know that's getting married, whether or not I'd be at their bachelorette party, like, oh, I'm going to go ahead and give this to so-and-so. Right. But if I don't, like if there's nothing on the horizon, I know no one in my family or close friend groups getting engaged or something like that, then it's like, okay, this has served its purpose. Like we can get rid of it now is kind of mm-hmm. what I try to do. I'm curious. I'll have to like report back after next weekend because I know in my head and in my heart, like this will not be the last construction themed birthday right. for Maddox. Right. So I'm like, shouldn't I save anything that's like, you know, not ruined any cute little like construction right. signs or whatever? Exactly. Yeah. I know but. it's a tricky thing, right? Because on the one hand, like you, you know, yeah, I mean, I just don't like. Yeah, I like keeping stuff and not wasting things. And so on the one yeah. hand, it's like, okay, I can use this again in the future. But then it's like, okay, but how many years is it going to be until I feel okay doing the same theme that I just yeah. did, you know? Yeah. And like, no one will be there. So this theme is totally like, yeah, save the stuff. Yeah. You can even do it next year. But <laughs> right. maybe you wait two years and then like use it and then be ready to like part with it probably. Unless yeah. he's like still so into construction that you're like, I know it's going to happen again. Because I'm know? like, what if he's like that kid where every year when his birthday is coming up, I'm like, what do you want? He's like construction. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm definitely for sure saving at least a few things from the weekend because I'll probably bring like cupcakes and or some sort of oh, treat yeah. to his little daycare. I talked to her about it. And since we're not like a commercial one um, and it's more intimate, she's like totally fine with me bringing baked goods. And they currently have no oh, um, nice. kids with allergies. Oh, like nice. in the past she has. And so she's like, I would have told you no, if that kid was still here, but they're not. Um, so like, for example, some of the cake toppers, I think the ones I've ordered are going to be small enough where it's like, I could put like a little construction vehicle on each cupcake, you know? Oh yeah. Um, if I do that, I'm probably gonna have to be okay with like, if we can't pry it back from one of the kids and they want to take it home, it's totally fine. But if she happens to be able to like collect them and keep them, I'll totally take them, you know, (laughs) back. But yeah, so I don't know. It's, I try to find like a happy medium, but like, I know Amy, when we did our gender reveal in 2021, you know, it was all like pink and blue stuff. And then we had leftovers of both like pink cups, blue cups, um, pink plates, blue plates, and like tons of pink napkins, especially because I think after we did the actual announcement part at the party, everyone started like refilling with like blue cups or like whatever, because they're like, (laughs) it's a boy. We're all team boy now, whatever. And then I kept everything that wasn't used. And then as the year went on, we kept using blue things at random because, like, a boy was on the way, you know? Mm-hmm. And so then even when we were moving, it was, like, literally me and Devin and my parents were eating off of, like, pink plates <laughs> and pink napkins. And this was almost two years later. Like, <laughs> I was like, okay, whatever's, like, still here, really. We can, like, we don't have to pack into the trailer. But as we were packing up dishes and eating off of paper plates or using solo cups or whatever, it was, like, Use up all the pink stuff that oh didn't gosh. didn't get used. So like, so I guess funny. that's definitely an example of me hanging on to part, <laughs> party stuff for a little while there. Seriously, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I had Nick had a Mario themed birthday a couple years ago, and I made I did like a lot of decorating, and I made those like little like hanging 
question mark. It was a Mario Kart mm. theme birthday. So the question mark boxes that are like translucent. Yes. And I made some from a YouTube video and then I hung them up and I saved them in the house. I put them up on a shelf that like we weren't really using anyway. And I was like, you know, Ollie is into Mario Kart also. So I might redo this theme in a couple of years. And even this year for his birthday, he wanted Mario on. He wanted a flower theme birthday party, but with Mario on the cake, <laughs> yeah. he decided. That's right. So... Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I I did know it was going to come up, but now obviously moving, I'm like, okay, I'm not moving these like random like boxes yes. um, when I have no plan in sight to use them. And so yeah. I actually am curious. I haven't checked. I put them up on Buy Nothing because I was like, if anyone is like thinking of this theme, they could use them. Yeah. Um, And otherwise, I think I'll give them away to Goodwill, just like looking like they are. I don't know. Maybe I should throw them away. I'm so, oh, it's so yeah. hard. <laughs> we have one of those Goodwills that's like, it's the bins near us yeah. where all the extra stuff they just put out and people like dig through it. And so I'm always like, well, it might end up there and like the right person might find it, but oh, I don't know. Yeah. Struggle. Yeah. <laughs> I know. And then like I have all these paper flowers from the birthday this year that are like, okay, they're, you know, paper, they could be recycled. They, they could be, pro- I mean, people I think would take them off of buy nothing or goodwill. Um, but then I was like packing a box that had a little space in the top and I was like, I can just stick them in here and they'll <laughs> travel fine. Yeah. So this is where the purge after moving in might come. <laughs> yes, totally, totally. I feel you on that. Especially like you said, when you fill the tops of bins with stuff that were yeah. like in your maybe pile. <laughs> yeah, exactly. As like long as a- you're not using an extra box, it's not another thing someone has to carry, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. I feel like we're very similar with that stuff. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, I think that pretty much sums up like what's been going on over here, obviously, otherwise just working and still getting in workouts through my Peloton, both like on the bike and strength classes and stuff. I have definitely maintained my consistency there. So I am happy about that. Um, But yeah, what's uh, what's been going on with you? Okay, well, thank goodness we are closing on the house today. Yay! Uh, I was so nervous that something was going to go wrong, and I was like, do I keep the episode we recorded last week? Oh, yeah. Do I, like, you know, because I don't know. It's, like, so sad if, yeah, anything happens. Um, And so there's all these moments, right, of, like, holding my breath, like, okay, like, are they going to accept the the offer okay they did but now how is the inspection gonna go like waiting to tell people waiting to see how that goes okay the inspection went well like what if you know something else falls through but we have officially like we signed the title paperwork yesterday we wired the money this morning so like and the, the seller signed i think two days ago so yeah we are good yay we have our champagne chilled. We'd actually oh, nice. it ready for yeah. the offer night, but we didn't hear about the offer until like 10. So we're like, oh, we never got to the champagne. Like, you yeah, know, we're not going to open it then. And then it's like the next night you don't feel the same. You know, then you're already nervous about the next part. So it's been waiting and waiting. And so, you know, I'm excited for that. We got sparkling cider for the kids. Oh, that's so cute. <laughs> yeah. So... That's going to be really fun. Yeah. And we, I've been packing all week. Um, if you came into our house, you would not 
think that much had been done, but I'm telling you <laughs> that I feel like I've accomplished a good amount. <laughs> I believe you. I feel like it yeah. always looks like that. Like it's like, doesn't look like much, doesn't look like much, doesn't look like much. And then you're like, oh, wow, they're moving. Like, you yeah. know, yeah, <laughs> totally. Um, and so, yeah, so we've got the whole weekend to pack and get ready. And then Monday, we are having movers come and move the stuff. And so Monday morning, I've already mentioned to Ollie's teacher, like, that we're moving. So they have a sense that, you know, he might, I mean, he could have, you know, emotional difficulties or whatever, you know, yeah, it's a big change. And his teacher was like, and how long have you been in, you know, the current place? I'm like, yeah, since he was born. Yeah. <laughs> the only place he's ever lived. So, yeah. yeah. Um, and we're going to drop him off at school in the morning and then pick him up and go to a new house, you know? Wow. That's so crazy. Yeah. Have you been, like, verbally discussing that it's coming or? Yes. Okay. We have. And the kids were there with me. The first time I saw the house, okay. they were there when Nick saw the house okay. and they were there when we went for the inspection and we're measuring stuff. So they have spent time in the house. I've said like, you know, this is your room. Um, I've talked to Ali about it. And there's moments where he like gets upset and he's like, I don't want to move. Um, but then he says, I just want to be where, you know, you and dad are and Gigi, Aww. you know, so it's yeah. like he, yeah, I think it's been good with the amount of prep that we've mentioned. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Well, one other thing I wanted to bring up in regards to your move was, you know, we did our moving like hacks or quacks. And then you sent me a picture <laughs> of you having color coded your boxes and stuff. So um, I'm curious, A, how you feel about that. And then I want to request that you report back on like the moving inside of yes. like, did you feel like it was a hack, you know? Oh my gosh. Yes. Like it's so funny, Jen. I started. Okay. My, a new hack I'm going to share is pack up the kids toys first, right? Mm -hmm. Like I, rather than thinking, oh, I, I want their stuff to stay the same. I'll pack everything else first. No, I'm like, I need to pack it up so that they have a minimal selection, which, you know, they only use a minimal selection anyway. Yeah, right. Totally. And I was like, I don't want to be reorganizing and cleaning it. Like if you were on our first floor right now, it is just total chaos i haven't picked it up in days because i'm like i don't care like i'm gonna pick it up it's gonna get messy again i would rather pack a box than like worry about this yeah but because i've already packed everything except like a set of blocks a set of magnetiles you know certain things like that like the duplos um i don't care how messy it gets because i at least i know like most i've collected most of the parts of other things and like gotten them back together so yeah i packed up the toys first um, and then I put them in the closet that we have like a child lock on. And I was like, Cass, whatever you do, do not let the kids in that closet. Like it is off limits because they will see it. And there's bins with toys that are clear. And like, yeah. that's always how it's been. And they'd be like, let's get this box out. And then it's just like chaos everywhere. Again. Yeah. So as I was packing up the box and stacking everything, and I I can't remember exactly what I said in the recording, but I was like, oh, how how helpful could it really be? You know, when you actually write in Sharpie on a box, like basement, bedroom one, bedroom, I was like, this is so hard to like process and see and they all look the same and you can't really find it. I was like, I actually think 
the colors would be really nice. Like, I yeah. think the movers will appreciate them. Yeah. And I started, so I got, we had, you know, a bunch of rolls of different colored electrical tape that the kids use for art projects. And I started putting them on and so I have it like on the top and one side so you can sort of see it from a couple angles. And I have a map of the house, you know, that I color coded yeah. the rooms and I was going to get, you know, pieces of paper. Actually, I have to remember this before I pack the colored paper of, like, the colored paper that I can put on each door. Yeah. Um. I do – I was sort of debating between on the tape, should I write the name also so that they don't always have to, like, memorize it. But, you know, I yeah. think – I mean, they're going to figure it out. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, so. I think, like, once they do a few, they're not even going to be looking at the map anymore. They're going to be like, oh, yeah, I know the blue totally. room is this one down the hall or, you know, whatever. Totally. So, and I yeah. also, like, I realized, like, okay, I should have thought of this a little bit more. I did do orange for our bedroom because that's my favorite. I did purple for Margot's room because that's, like, the only, um, you know, girly, like, traditionally, like, girly color that I had in the tape. And then I was actually going to do blue for Ollie's. Oh, no, no, I was going to do green because that's his favorite, but I accidentally flipped them. And then I was like, oh, green for garage. And then blue is Ollie's room. And then, you know, a couple other ones. So I was also thinking of writing like memory techniques on the on the map for the movers. And then if they want to like get the memory technique, then maybe that'll help them get started too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm really going to look crazy. <laughs> no, I, I love it. I'm excited to hear how it goes i'm totally gonna ask for feedback too and like how much have they seen this i'm so curious yeah 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 and you can like put a piece of tape on each door or whatever so that they can even like right i can see the tape yeah i was gonna get the paper but you're right it can be the tape it can you can just go put a strip on each doorway or whatever yeah yeah so it's nice that it's electrical tape you know comes right off like easy yeah See, that's a bonus, too, that you had that on hand, because I think that is oh, one yeah. place I would struggle where I'd be like, am I really going to go buy more stuff for moving, you know, because I, like, <laughs> right. don't totally. didn't own in Florida, like, a whole set of totally. different color electrical tape. But yeah, the other strategy for with, like, kitchen stuff and whatever, honestly, I think I'm going to put a lot of that in our car and drive it over um, the different plates and stuff, because then like I have, you know, some of the special boxes for packing glasses and stuff, but I'm like, if I just, then I don't have to worry about, did I pack it well enough? You know, right. I just put it in our car, you know, you can have a box of plates, glasses, whatever. And if, if you're not like stacking on top of it and throwing it around, like it's not going to break, you know? Yeah, um, absolutely. And so I think I'm just going to sort of move that stuff myself. <laughs> yeah. How many like minutes away is your new house from your current place? It's like 12. Oh, yeah. So that's not bad. Yeah. I always think that's like a very convenient thing when you are moving within the same city yes. or town or something is like you can do a few of those random trips where you're like, I just loaded my car and then I went over and I unloaded my car like yeah. without having to like get with the TV for sure. Yeah. You know, don't exactly. put it in the TV box. We'll just stick it in the minivan. And because it's on the way to Ollie's school and like we have the fall festival on Saturday. So we're going over past like you. I literally drive past the house on the way to his school like mm-hmm. every time. So I'm like, OK, we'll just like load up one load and then drop it off. And so um, and of course, like this house isn't going on the market for her, you know, until we can get it all ready, which will be pretty quick. But, you know, we will still own it. We can still have stuff in the garage for sure as they stage it and whatever. So. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's convenient. Oh, wow. Well, I'm so excited for you guys <laughs> and congrats on closing today. 
Yeah, thank you. I'm so excited. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, the other thing, you know, that has been going on, um, another thing related to Ollie and birthday parties were very on theme, both of us. Yeah, <laughs> I know, between the moving and uh, the parties. Yeah, is that, okay, I was so excited when I got a text message that was our first invite to Ollie's first birthday party for one of his classmates, and I got it on the Monday that we were waiting to hear about our offer, and the birthday party was that following Sunday, and I saw the text, and it was like someone's fifth birthday, and so I think I got October 5th in my head accidentally instead of the actual date of like whatever September date it was, and I, you know, I saw the text message for one second sort of forgot about it, thought, oh, we have a couple weeks to figure that out. And then Sunday night in our parent WhatsApp group for his class, here comes a text from the parent whose kid's birthday party it was and was like, thank you, everybody, for coming. They had so much fun. You know, sorry, I didn't get a chance to talk to everyone. It was, you know, so hectic. And I was like, oh, oh no, no, I missed Ollie's first birthday party. Yeah. Oh, oh, shoot. Yeah. And I was feeling so bad about it. Like, yeah. Oh, you know, because yeah. I texted yeah. you. <laughs> you texted me and I remember just thinking like, and I think this is something along the lines of what I said, but like could happen to anyone. And like, you know, they probably had a bunch of people there and it sounds like they did based on their text to the parent group. And like, oh, you know, surely like they'll understand and everything. Um. But I know you were feeling sad or, like, bummed about it and, like, kind of nervous for awkwardness or whatever. So you ended up, like, talking to the mom, right? Yeah. So I saw her. Nick did drop off Monday. And then I saw her on Tuesday. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry, you know. And, of course, it stinks when your excuse is, like, oh, I forgot. I just (laughs) forgot. Yeah. Yeah, I saw the date and I, I didn't do anything. And she was like, oh, should I have sent more reminders? And I, like... I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, is she saying that? Sarc- like, what What does she mean? I was like, reading yeah. into it. But then yeah. she even said, like, oh, you know, I just – I didn't want to bother people who um, who didn't RSVP. You know, I think she sent one reminder, but I, I it sounded – I didn't get it. So I think it went out to people who RSVP'd. And she was like, yeah. I want to be like – because, you know, it can you can be worried that you are, like, not trusting people if you're sending yeah. reminder after reminder. And yeah. – I get it. So, yeah. So I was like, okay, number one, it reminded me of the importance of RSVPing for mm-hmm. parties. Yeah. Um, And then number two was like, I don't, even, I don't know why I made a number. Well, I was going to say maybe, yeah, maybe number two could be like, I go through phases where I'm so good about this and then phases where I'm bad about oh. it of put it on your calendar like the second right you see it. Don't yes. exit out of the text except no. to go to your calendar app and like exactly. be like, okay, you know, September whatever, birthday party at this time. Um, even if you're not RSVPing in that moment, um, yes. because that way you're like, let me put on the calendar. I'll talk to Nick tonight or whatever you need to do. And then if you're like, okay, we can go, then you could RSVP. But I go through phases where I'm so good about calendaring everything. And then yes. I go through phases or I'm bad about it. And like, I've been lucky to get reminders in certain situations or like someone shooting me a text be like, are we still chatting at X time? And I'm like, yes. Oh, shoot. Yes, 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 we are. 
Yeah. Um, but I I could totally see myself, and I told you this, making that same mistake. And I, like you, probably would have been like, oh my gosh, they said, like, did you need extra reminders? I know. But it's, you know, it's something, it was an honest mistake. And that might, they might have a different communication style than you, and they might not have meant anything by it. I'm sure they probably didn't. And then the other thing that I've been, um, like using this little line and this little mental strategy lately that I got from, um, do you know who Victoria Garrick Brown is? No. Okay. She was a volleyball player at USC. Um, and she like went viral after doing this Ted talk, like while she was a student athlete or like coming to the end of her time of being a student athlete about like, um, mental health for college athletes and like all this kind of stuff. But anyway, now she does so much more. She's a fun follow, I think, personally for Instagram. She does a lot of body awareness, mental health, all of that. Um, but anyway, she posted this thing recently, and I, it might not be on her feed. Like, it might have been on her story. I can't remember. Oh, yeah. And it was, like, a thing she got from her therapist. And it's for, like, those of us that are, like, people pleasers or we overanalyze or we worry <laughs> about what people think of us. And it was, like, the simplest thing where her therapist was, like, you know what? They can cope. Like you're not responsible for other people's reactions yes. or how they handle situations. So like in that case, you made an honest mistake. You're like, yes, it could have been avoided. I have takeaways for the future, but like, sorry, honest mistake. So sorry we weren't there. Like, hope you guys had a fun time. However, that lady wants to react to that is up to her. She can cope. She can cope with someone forgetting her son's birthday she should have her own toolbox of how to handle situations in life, right? And so I said this to my sister Whitney when I first saw it because we both like can be people that worry way too much about what other people think or how other people are going to react to our, you know, stuff or how they're going to handle situations. And so now I just keep telling myself that whenever <laughs> I'm like doing something or afraid of how someone might think in a, of me in a situation or might agree or not agree with what I'm doing, I'm like, they can cope. They can handle it for themselves, right? I'm handling it for myself. So I don't know. I can already back apply that to like a few things that I've been like on my mind the last few days. Okay, cool. Because I was gonna say, it might not be as like profound for others as it was for me. But for me, I'm like, it's just a little thing that's now in my mental toolkit of like, oh, that is a good little one-liner that I'm going to like use and remind myself of in certain situations, you know, and it doesn't mean we can't strive to like do our best and like all of that. But sometimes you have to let go of like the outcome or the reaction to certain things. Totally. I love it. Yeah. And as you both said, like there was already the day after I realized I missed the party, we got an invite to another party in a few weeks. And then we've already got an invite to another party that's actually the same day as like Maddox's birthday, I think. Oh, yeah. So we are, there's more parties to come. There's more opportunities. And then I've already like connected with another mom who like they go to the same pool that we were doing swim lessons for Ollie. And so it's like, Because I think part of the fear and, like, the stuff I had to work through was, like, oh, no, what if all the parents, like, became friends at this event and we missed it? And it's, like, okay, that's not true. Like, there's so many opportunities for connecting with this group of people. And, yeah, there's more to come. So. (laughs) Totally. 
Yeah. But anyway, let's get into our Go Mamas, wrap up this long session of <laughs> just life. Support, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know this was a, really, you know, y'all, this was a mental health podcast for me and Amy to work through yeah, stuff. Seriously. I'm just kidding. <laughs> this is one of those live therapy podcasts. Now. Yeah. We're changing the whole premise. Sorry, Allie, you leave and we change the whole show. <laughs> no, but Allie will hopefully be back soon. We've been talking to her. So yes. I know we're all excited to share updates, but let's get into our Go Mamas. Go Mama. Go Mama. Go Mama. Go Mama. These can be any small triumph or thing that's making us happy. Jen, what's your positive from the week? If you came up with one. Yeah, I think um, I think my go mom of the week is that I'm going to – it's like a, a forecasting go mama, okay? It's that despite last night's like rough night, I'm going to try to go into today and tonight with like an open mind. And, you know, tomorrow is Saturday and we still won't have Devin here. And so I've already planned like Maddox and I are going to go to like the little local Reno Zoo. Um And so my go mama is just like, you know, trying to take each moment for what it is like in the moment and like continuing to move forward. Like him and I had a good morning overall. And so it's just like, you know, just taking things as they come. That's, that's what I've got for us this week. (laughs) I love it. I love that idea too of like, like you said, I mean, he's such a fun kid. Like you love being his mom and those moments can make it really hard to sort of remember like the big picture. And so I like that you're almost like filling up your cup and being like, yes, like, you know, like I get to have fun with him. I get to do this thing in advance of like, okay, might be difficult in this other moment, but like we got yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That's awesome. Yeah. How about you? What's your go mama? Okay. The other week we talked about potty training. You asked about night potty training And somehow, miraculously, (laughs) my plan did work that the night potty training totally happened spontaneously. Yay! So we'd been noticing dryer diapers, you know. And basically that night when we were gone and Cass put the kids to bed, like, the next morning, I was like, Ollie doesn't have night-night undies, a.k.a. a diaper on. Yeah. Um, And he was all dry. There was no accidents. Like, it was totally fine. And then the next night he was – or, like, that night maybe, he was, like, didn't – want to put them on i think there was also a night where he wore it halfway through the night and then in the middle of the night wanted to use the potty so took it off and didn't put one back on and basically now like two nights he hasn't or multiple nights now he hasn't worn a diaper and he hasn't had any accidents and i think we're pretty good we obviously have like a liner in his bed like yeah we do need to be ready because like accidents will happen so we need to prepare for that now but yeah it's That's so exciting. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I love that it just happened on its own too. Like wasn't something you had to like stress about or plan for, keep researching. <laughs> like, yeah, seriously. That's so exciting. Yeah. So cool. Well, happy for you guys. Yeah. Thanks. So that is it for our show this week. Thanks for listening to our life updates and random rambles. Um, we are excited to continue to share our experiences of training through pregnancy, postpartum, and with young kids. New episodes come out every Friday. And if you have any topics you want us to cover or questions for us, you can find us on Instagram at Moms of Triathlon or email us at momsoftriathlon at gmail.com.